Today's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network brought to you by SeatGeek. That is our presenting sponsor. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on NBA tickets, use promo code BSNBA. You can do it on Wednesday night, which is going to be an awesome, awesome hoops night, including Philly has a home game against the Trailblazers. Miami has a home game against Seattle. Houston's got one. A lot of the big cities have one. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. Also brought to you by Hotel Tonight. No crashing on an air mattress in your childhood bedroom this holiday. Lock down your plans with Hotel Tonight. Book a room up to seven days advance everywhere, which would be this week if you're if you're a last-minute holiday traveler, or up to 100 days in advance in certain major cities, or wait until the last minute if that's more your speed, whether you need a room for tonight, the holidays, or beyond. You definitely want to download the Hotel Tonight app. We are brought to you by The Ringer. Com. That's where my column goes up every Friday, including last Friday I did winners of the NBA's first month. Hopefully did not jinx the Sixers because they immediately went out and lost to the Warriors. But um, So that's on there. Here's the schedule for this week. We have another podcast. We, we I'm doing three podcasts this week. Yeah. So there you go. You have stuff to listen to over the holidays. Not to mention all the other good stuff on the Ringer Podcast Network, including... Our new uh, college basketball podcast, One Shining Podcast, The Ringer NFL Show, The Watch. I don't know if we're going to have another rewatchables this week, but I think uh, we had one last week. We have a bunch of them coming. House of Carbs. Big, what's the big, it's big Thanksgiving episode, right, Tate? Yeah. I think it's like a bracket. It's a bracket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. House of Carbs has a bracket for uh, for all the sides in Thanksgiving that got a, a really heated, apparently. Joe has punched someone out. That's it. We're going to have Cousin Sal. He's by phone this week. He's not in person. But that's all right. We're so used to doing these that we can do these on the phone. First, Pearl Jam. All right, on the line, Cousin Sal. Thanksgiving coming up. He's already home. He's already eating. How are you already eating? It's not for three more days. What are you eating? Um, you know, when I get depressed, when I make horrible bets, I eat. And, um, you know, as a result, I'm a big fat man here. Terrible, well, terrible, terrible. Bad bets. And then also the Cowboys were humiliated last night. And Dak <laughs> Prescott looked like a fourth-round pick. Are you worried about Dak Prescott? I did think his throwing motion was a little off. And uh, he did look like someone who didn't necessarily practice a lot uh, last week. Is but, he hurt? Um, he looked hurt to me. I, he was grounding yeah, some right. balls. Didn't look right. I w- I wouldn't be surprised if you heard that he was hurt. But, you know, listen, no Tyron Smith. This this Eagles defense is fierce, and I don't even know how they stayed close in the first half, although that was one of my picks, the Cowboys plus four at the time. But um, I don't know. They're in trouble. Two back-to-back 20-plus point losses, and um, it's not even going to matter, I don't think, when Zeke no, gets back. No, it's not going to matter. We're going to go through the whole playoff picture in a second. I do want to mention, though, that Eagles game last night was fascinating from a gambling standpoint because – Pretty much everybody picked and wagered on the Eagles, and the line moved. Yeah. The line moved a solid three points. It went from three and a half to six and a half. I could not come up with a single reason to take Dallas, and yeah, <laughs> wanted to put the Eagles in a tease. It just every single sign pointed to the Eagles, and every time that happens, something weird happens in the game. So we're watching this game. The, the kicker gets a concussion immediately. Then right. the the Cowboys take the lead nine seven. And it just had all the makings of just America getting screwed over. And when they were up 9-7, I was like, this is 
the, the Cowboys are definitely covering this. This is it's just it's destined to happen. And then it didn't yeah. happen. It was one of the rare everybody won games, which I guess kind of softens the blow from the Chiefs blowing every single three team tees that everyone <laughs> had in America. Uh, it didn't soften the blow for me, though, because I did not have the Eagles. How did we lose on Andy Reid yet again? I don't know. The Vegas books got murdered yesterday with the Patriots and Eagles because, like you said, everybody was all over them. The favorites were 9-3-1 and one against the spread, and we still considered and continue to get slaughtered here. Yeah, we so- had Andy Reid. You know, and you read Saturday, like, all right, the winds are going to be 45 miles an hour in, in New Jersey, and it's going to be rainy and crappy. It's like, oh, it's, it's the Giants, though. Like, and Andy Reid off a of bye. He never loses. He never loses to bad teams. And, um... You just got the feeling, although we had a chance to bet against it live at halftime and in the third and fourth quarter, and we just didn't do it. I, I don't. It's one of those I don't understand games. It's, oh, I don't know. I don't figure it out. They were near midfield, and it was a tie game, and they had uh, tra- they had Travis Kelsey for some reason throw a pass, which usually yeah. doesn't work out for the Chiefs when people who aren't the quarterback are throwing a pass. I guess right. The mindset yesterday was that Alex Smith was so bad, maybe have other guys throw the ball. So mm-hmm. he just chucks it up there. The Giants get it. Um, they don't do anything. They punt. The punt returner just lets it go over his head for for reasons that are uh. still unclear. It rolls to like the six. And then they have Alex Smith just chucking it over the middle. It gets picked. Giants get a field goal. That Then the Chiefs have to come all the way back down now to tie the game. And they do, and they get to like the 11, and then Alex Smith, for for some reason, just takes off and thinks he can score from the 12-yard line, gets tackled, they have to use last time out, goes into overtime, but they get the ball. So it's like, all right, this Mm -hmm. is good. They get the ball. No, nothing happens. And then the Giants rip down on him. I thought it was an embarrassing loss, and I hate the Chiefs now. I hate their guts. I really hate them. It is very weird what... What's going on with them? I know we have Kareem Hunt, who looked unstoppable. Like, he was going to break every record. Yeah. Forget about Offensive Rookie of the Year. He was going to break every single record. And now you're lucky. He gets bottled up all the time. You're lucky if you get 75 yards out of him. And, you know, there's, there's just no deep threat. So now they're, now they're the Chiefs again, the Chiefs that we know. And yet a two-game lead looks like they're going to win that terrible division. Travis Kelsey said teams are going cover two on us and we haven't solved it yet. Isn't cover two like the most basic defense you can play in football? You can't solve cover two? You know yeah, any plans for that so. one? Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I I went through uh I went through all the teams trying to figure out if there's any this is a great time to bet usually if you just like ride certain teams and try to say right. like, all right, that team's gonna go five and two or here comes that team or whatever. The playoff picture's Especially bizarre this year because right now, not only is Baltimore the sixth seed, and Baltimore, even though they've had three shutouts this year, Joe Flacco is so bad <laughs> that even in Green Bay with Brett Hundley just chucking the ball around to everybody and just completely incapable of even scoring three points, it still felt like Flacco wanted to keep Green Bay in the game and he just couldn't do it. I, it's hard yeah. for me to believe he's going to be in the playoffs. And then you look at the I guess there's four teams that could jump them. Since he's four and six, the Chargers are four and six. Buffalo's five and five, but heading in the wrong direction. And then the Jets are four and six, but have a bunch of tough games left. That I, I keep coming back to the Chargers, who we I think yeah. we wrote off. They're only four and six. They're game behind Baltimore. They're playing your crappy Cowboys on Thursday. 
Then they have Cleveland and Washington at home. Washington lost Chris Thompson, which I don't think they're going to recover from offensively. That guy was doing everything for them. At KC, mm-hmm. at the Jets, home for Oakland. I, I think the Chargers can go 5-1 and one here, especially if they win this Thursday game, which I think they're going to. I, I think they're a, a live, live dog. 9-7, uh, and seven, Baltimore's 5-5. Five and five. Houston Monday night, home for Detroit, at Pittsburgh on a Sunday night, at Cleveland, home for Indy and Cincy. Feels like 9-7 and seven too. And then it's like, well, that Cincy game's interesting. Week 17, What's what are they got going on? They're four and six. Home for Cleveland. Yeah, that's five and six. Home for Pittsburgh on a Monday night. Winnable. Home for Mm -hmm. Chicago at Minnesota. Home for Detroit at Baltimore. The more I'm looking at this, unless the the Chargers will lose two dumb games because they're the dumb Chargers and they'll probably finish eight and eight. The more I'm looking at this, there's a chance Cincy Baltimore week 17 is going to be a playoff game. Sure. Right? Yeah, why not? You look at these, though, we're looking at four and six teams and like, all right, this could be a, it's like, no, they're four and six because nothing's a guaranteed win. That's what happens. And I was going to try to sell you on the Chargers at plus 650 to win the AFC West, two games behind the Chiefs. Chiefs already beat them, so it's like two and a half. But, and listen, eight days ago, they were the Chargers. They lost to the Jaguars in, in typical Chargers fashion. But they are, uh, they, I think, are the most dangerous of any of these teams you just mentioned. It's very strange, and we have to figure out who we want to root for. All along, we've been saying we want to go against Blake Bortles in the uh, first round of the playoffs. That's yeah. who we want to bet against. But if it's Ravens at Jacksonville, and Jacksonville already beat them by thirty, I don't know what we do. We may have to we may have to pass on that one. Yeah. So the Chiefs, that my my instinct would be to write them off and think they're going to go in a tailspin, and then you look at their schedule. They're home for Buffalo this week, and then they're at the Jets the next week. I find it hard to believe they're going to lose both of those. Feels like at least one and one at worst. So now they're at seven wins. Then they have Oakland the week after. Oakland's awful. I watched the entire Oakland Pats game yesterday. Um, It's a rare combination of terribly coached. None of their receivers can make a play, and their secondary can't cover anybody. It's really like the perfect storm of a team you wouldn't want in 2017. They stand. And the Chiefs are going to want revenge on that Oakland team. They lost that Thursday night game, a really weird ending. You know, they had like three untimed downs or something. Yeah, they so, stink. yeah, you're right. I, I, think the, be a win. I think if the Pats had really wanted to, I think they could have put up 60 in that game. I really do. If they had been like, like Brandon Cooks, they couldn't cover him the whole game. Uh, well, here's the Pats in a nutshell. And, you know, uh, not that anyone thought the Raiders could win this game after it was 14 nothing, but it's 14 nothing, and they're at least doing a good job of killing the clock. They're, they're smart to not give Brady time at the end of the yeah. first half because that's, that's where teams lose the game. And so they're, they're taking it down. They're at the, like the 30. They're taking it down to like three before they snap it. And then, of course, Carr throws that pick inside the 10. Now the Pats come out. You know, you're at the seven-yard line with 33 seconds left. Yeah. Only the Patriots could have a running play. Deion Lewis next, 20-yard run to the 27, then pass, 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 uh, Mexican field goal, and the game is over. And that's it. That's the Patriots. They don't, give you, they don't give you the whole first half to play. They give you, you know, 15 minutes plus 13 and a half minutes of the second quarter. And that, that's why they're so dangerous still. And what was funny about that was when they got the ball back, yeah, I immediately started calculating how they were going to get the three points. Because you figured they only yeah. had to get to the 45-yard line. But the, it's a uh, run. Altitude. They start with a run. It's like they've given up if he well, gets bottled up for four. Oakland had no idea it was coming. So yeah. I think I actually think it would be really hard for KC not to win the division. 
They really the right. only tough game they have is they have a home game against the Chargers on a Saturday in Week 15. But you know they they have they get to play the entire AFC East, and they get a home game against Oakland, and then they get to play that crappy Denver team in Denver, who's firing their offensive coordinator and completely self combusting. So I think KC right. makes it. the The spots that are available are those two wild card spots: Tennessee six yeah. and four. And they get to play everybody else in the AFC South again. They get to play at Zona and at San Francisco. Their only tough game is home for the Rams. Feels like Tennessee's going to make it, even though they just got beat by 30 points. But I'm yeah. with you. Like this, We always have the uh, our fantasy league, the first round of the playoffs, we go to Shakey's, which is the most depressing mm-hmm. restaurant in LA, the Shakey's <laughs> on Sunset. And we have the Shakey's Banquet. And they always put the worst AFC AFC playoff game. There's always a bad one, and that's always yeah. The it was one like Houston, Saturday. Cincinnati for like uh, yeah. 19 years in a row. But it's yeah. it's the Andy Dalton Bowl, um, right? <laughs> this year, there's actually I don't know which game they would pick because if it's Jacksonville Baltimore, that's one of the worst playoff games of all time, and might mm-hmm. and might there might be eight turnovers in that game. And then the other possibility is KC home for Tennessee, which is also an atrocious game that I don't want to watch. So I don't know, Sal. I, it would be the it would be the most fun if the Chargers got in. Sure. Because I actually enjoy watching the Chargers. I think they're a fun team. They're four and six, but they could easily be seven and three or eight and two, and they have playmakers and their defense is fun. And it's fun to watch them at home when they have, you know, no fans. I don't know. Uh <laughs> I would like to see them get a home playoff game, but yeah, they definitely would be the most fun six seed in the group. Uh, you know, they, they have they have the fantasy play like Phil Rivers. Just you like seeing his body language anyway. You root for Melvin Gordon, I think, and like you said, Bosa and Ingram on defense are a, a lot of fun. And maybe they get the South Korean kicker back, but yeah, definitely <laughs> the most back. intriguing six seed. So the Pats are eight and two, and Pittsburgh's eight and two. The Pats really only have one touch. The Pats somehow, the schedule gods gave them Miami twice and Buffalo twice, both of whom are in a head-on, tailspin, car crash yeah. combo. And then they get the Jets Week 17. The only tough game they have is Week 15 at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's schedule right. isn't much harder, but at least they have at Cincinnati on a Monday night. Um, mm-hmm. They have to play Baltimore at home, and then they have that Pats game. feels like the Pats are going to be the one seed. And if the Pats are the one seed then that means they're playing KC, Tennessee, Baltimore, the Chargers, one of those teams that we just made fun of. Um, That's their round two game. It really seems like it's almost impossible for them not to make the AFC title game, right? Well, let's not forget that their first round game, uh, it was a second round game, but their first game last year in the playoffs was against Brock Osweiler's Houston Texans. They were like a sixteen and a half point favorite, right. and they and they covered. The Texans were in the game for a while, and they covered. So I don't know if it could get much worse than that. But I also think I was trying to think if the Patriots' second string could get the six seed <laughs> in the AFC. Do you think their second string could get the six seed? Because now you can't complain about their defense. They've given up. They're as it's good better. as any team over the last seven games defensively. The secondary is a lot better. They still don't really have a pass rush. I think it's been masked a little bit by how bad some of the teams they've played are, but I I would love to see the complete list of all the terrible quarterbacks the Patriots have gone against in the playoffs like the last 10 years. Because remember, mm-hmm. they played Tebow at home. That, oh, that right. happened. They had Osweiler. That, I mean, they've, they've, had, they've had some beauties. Matt Schaub, right, when his like career was falling apart. They've had some doozies. And yeah. 
I would say my dream would be for Baltimore to somehow beat Jacksonville and to be able to get Joe Flacco on the road with the way he's playing. Mm. Joe Flacco's yeah. really, 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 really bad. He's really awful. I, I don't know what happened to that guy. Mallory Rubens. That used to be the team you were afraid of, the Ravens. Yeah, I'm not and, afraid. Um, no longer afraid of the Ravens. Yeah, no deep threats, nothing, nothing special going on there. I just there were a lot of bad quarterbacks. You forget Mariota threw four picks Thursday because a guy named Nathan Peterman threw five yesterday, and Dak threw three. And uh, who else threw three? There was someone else. Just double. Well, the Chiefs threw three. I guess Kelsey threw one, and uh, and Alex Smith threw two. But somehow there was Eli's, a lot of bad quarterback play yesterday. Yeah, and somehow Eli's not throwing enough. I, if, I know. If I'm a Giants fan, I'm absolutely furious that we won that game. I'm just furious. I would have. It's all. I guess McAdoo doesn't have a choice because he's getting fired anyway. <laughs> but that that really probably cost them the first pick in the draft. Like congratulations, yeah. you beat the Chiefs, and the fans looked. Just so miserable. It's 45-degree wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an awful football game. They're all sitting there just wondering what the hell's happened in their lives. Uh, God keep- bless them for sticking around for that overtime. But, like, Collinsworth and others gave McAdoo a, a lot of credit for that win yesterday and having his team ready. But, like, they were, like, kind of dominated. Like, well, they, they lost time possession, like, 37-31. Yeah. They were 3-3 three and three for 13 on third down. Like you said, that Kelsey throw that might have been the best pass of the day, by the way. And still, yeah, it was nice. Like they, they lucked out a lot of a lot of different ways. Remember when Alex Smith was the was had the best MVP odds? Yeah, those yeah, those were the days. Brady. That was something. What do you, the nation is torn between Brady and Wentz for MVP. Brady's minus one fifty, and Wentz is plus one fifty. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I I think uh, Wentz is great. He was yeah. so good. Like, he had a couple of great. I, I actually didn't think you guys played that. I thought Prescott played bad, but I didn't think you played as bad as a team. And uh, there were a couple times when your defense seemed like they were going to get him. And he just did Carson Wentz stuff and got around and moved around. And, made, and got, it was a little Roethlisberger-y how he creates I, I don't want to get time. too crazy, but the, he's got kind of like the best stuff of, of Roethlisberger and a little Aaron Rodgers, too. Yeah. Really. Like, you, you should root for this guy because the Bradys and the Roethlisbergers and the Aaron Rodgers are going to be gone soon. And then you're going to – we're going to have Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson. And, and we should, as football fans, hope that nothing happens to those guys in the upcoming years. Nothing bad or worse than what happened to Deshaun Watson. But, yeah, yeah he, they, he's pretty spectacular. If we, did, if we did a draft of guys in your 20s you'd want as your quarterback, I think he's the first pick. Sure. Tate. Sure. Would you rather have him or Cam Newton? Cam Newton. <laughs> uh, quick, quick, Maybe t- we should ask the Browns. The Browns are usually good at this yeah, stuff. They yeah. can figure it out. Good idea. Uh, <laughs> hey, they say in life there are no guarantees and no sure things. Well, there are two exceptions. Sal and I losing a three-team tees and Husky tools. <laughs> in 1924, Husky started making things for people who make things. They did it with common sense. That meant adding function. Never frills making tools that stood the test of time. 93 years later, Husky. Still making quality crafted durable tools. Husky stands by their hand tools for life. They gave them a lifetime warranty and like the Husky ratchet with a 100 position ratcheting design and 10% longer handle than standard ratchets do what other ratchets can't or the virtually unbreakable Husky flashlight with the ability to withstand a 30 foot drop. Both guaranteed for a lifetime built. So you won't need that. Now that's a pretty sure thing to Husky. That's common sense. Learn more. 
at huskytools.com. Husky Common Sense Tools since 1924 with hand tools guaranteed for a lifetime found only at the Home Depot. Let's go over the NFC playoff picture really quick. Uh, I think you can make a case the, the Rams are vulnerable here. I think they needed that game yesterday. They're 7-3. and three. They, bit, have, yeah. they have New Orleans this week at Arizona, which is Arizona always beats somebody that they shouldn't beat in the last five weeks. Mm-hmm. Home, home for Philly. At Seattle, at Tennessee, and then San Francisco the last week. And I keep looking at Seattle. Seattle and Atlanta playing tonight. And I actually think Atlanta's going to win. But if Seattle can somehow pull that out, then they're at at San Francisco, home for for Philly, at Jacksonville, home for the Rams, at Dallas, home for Zona. And they've already beaten the Rams. And Mm -hmm. it's all kind of, it's all kind of heading toward week 15, Rams- Seattle. I think there is a scenario where the Rams don't make the playoffs. Could you see that? Well, yeah. First of all, Seattle will pull that out tonight because we both um, like Atlanta tonight. Yeah, <laughs> we, both, we already have money we in have, Atlanta, so congratulations to the Seahawks. We have yeah, so they don't have to worry about that. But yeah, you're right. Seven and three. If they go two and four, the Rams. And you read their schedule. That that's possible that they go two and four down the stretch, make it nine and seven. I think you need 10 wins to get that six seed. Unlike the uh, AFC, I think for sure uh, teams like Atlanta and whoever loses between Carolina and New Orleans for first place, and same goes. Yeah, I think, I think there's teams. I think that's it's weird because how many NFC teams from last year aren't we, are we not going to see? Like possibly Detroit, uh, definitely Green Bay, almost definitely Dallas. And yeah, but here's, the thing, here's the thing with Detroit. Because they play Minnesota on Thanksgiving at home. Mm-hmm. If they right. win that one, it's a really easy schedule the rest of the way. They're at Baltimore, at Tampa, home for Chicago, at Cincy, home for Green Bay. And I do right. think they're going to be hanging around. And they've had this tendency of, that you know, yet again, some horseshoe up the ass wins like yesterday with that Bears game, which I, I still right. don't know how they won the Bears game. But I this New Orleans-Rams game this week is going to determine a lot of what happens, I think, in the NFC. Because... Yeah. So if New Orleans blows it, now they're eight and three, and they'd have Carolina at home at Atlanta on a Thursday night. So this is next eighteen days. That's a pretty brutal stretch. At Rams, home for Carolina, at Atlanta, and then they have to play Atlanta again. Atlanta can leapfrog everybody if they just get hot right now, which I think right. isn't inconceivable. Um, Carolina. That's a fun. Uh, that's a fun. Whoever gets that six seed, that's a fun matchup, right? Because You'll have Seattle, potentially Seattle, Atlanta as a three-six, or um, you know who would be the four-five. It would be. So there's a lot. I, I, yeah, I don't there's... You don't. You don't know how far Minnesota is going to get, but it could be. You know, it could be New Orleans, Detroit as a as a as a four-five or a three-six. Pretty all good. The, yeah, I'll, pretty much all the NFC playoff games are fun unless Detroit gets in. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit could right. single in the sabotage. We should mention also New Orleans is eight and two. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, they have at Rams home for Carolina and at Atlanta in that stretch. But then also Minnesota eight and two. They're at Detroit on Thanksgiving, which is always a tough game. At Atlanta, and then at Carolina. Those are all losable games, though. With I think Case Keenum, Keenum uh, you know they're, they're doing a nice job masking. We're, we're being convinced that Case Keenum is a solid quarterback, basically because right. uh, the ten other quarterbacks are just god awful, but. Vikings have the second best offensive line in the in the league, and you know top three defense. 
And, and Thielen makes a play every game. He's the biggest breakout receiver in the game right now. Yeah. So it's it's looking good for Minnesota right now, but I could see them losing uh, three of four at some point, you know, including the playoffs. Yeah, is it all right if I don't trust Case Keenum? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> it's okay, right? Not hurting anyone's feelings. The Vikings fans are just the Vikings fans think that we just have discounted this team all year. I will say I I'm not sure who would have won that game if Cooper Cup doesn't fumble in the second mm-hmm. quarter, which was a huge play. Um but the the Rams were about to go up by a touchdown again. They had a lot of momentum. And then that play killed them. And then he had another big drop in the second half. I thought he really hurt them. I re- I've had him on my fantasy. I traded for him. I've had him on my team for two months. He's he might not be that good. He's he's had a lot of uh, he's had a lot of big drops from them. And now Woods did they Tate? They say Woods came back. Yeah, is he, he coming come back? back? Yeah, he's coming All right. back. Yeah, Cooper Cup. I don't think he's a. Uh, uh, we don't have keepers on our team, but I'm, I'm not sure he would be one anyway. I like uh, Lombardi put it best. The the Vikings went into that game. Lombardi and Tate did their pod last night. The Vikings went into uh-huh. that game, and they were like, "Todd Gurley's not beating us, and Jared Goff's deep ball is not beating us. You can have everything else." And the Rams yeah. couldn't figure it out. Um, yeah, that, I think the Rams took a hit yesterday. I I uh, they did not look like they were ready. That 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 game needed to be played at a certain level, and they were just a little too sloppy. Carolina is kind of looming here too. With uh, they got the at the Jets. I'm not sold on New Orleans. I think that was a ridiculous win that they had yesterday. Congratulations to them, but you know Washington should have. I would say 95 times out of 100 should win that game, mm-hmm. and uh, it just seems like. I don't. There's something off with that New Orleans team. I know they're winning, but it, when you watch them, do you feel like that's like a dominant team? I certainly don't. Well, I was definitely impressed with their defense the whole last month. But um, and Lattimore was in. He was in and out of the games, but it did look like the same Saints defense yesterday. But it also looks a little like Drew Brees is playing possum and can kind of bring this team back when whenever he needs, he needs to. to. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they had 18 points in the fourth quarter, so that's. That's pretty remarkable. He's playing possum on my fantasy team. I'll tell you that much. The, uh, well, speaking of your fantasy team, it was a bad omen for the Rams, I think, when you accidentally dropped Jared Goff Saturday night. Yeah. I had an iPhone <laughs> fantasy waiver accident. I waved Jared Goff for Mercedes Lewis. So was, I got home. I had, I had my buddy Ness's 50th birthday party on Saturday night. I was, I was not in good shape. I was pretty bummed, i got to be honest. Right. And uh, – <laughs> And got this email that I'd waved Jared Goff and kind of freaked out. Was, they they should CBS should have there should be like fifty guys that should be unwaivable, right? Yeah, right. Like Jared, you should get that "Are you sure?" thing. Like when you're about to delete an <laughs> app and they ask you seventeen times, "Are you sure you want to delete this?" Like, oh no, I'm not sure. I have to press the X there before, or or the home button before I press the X. So, or yeah, it should be the same with players. Or you should have to blow into a, a like a computer breathalyzer. <laughs> Did you mean to do this? Are you really? You're gonna wave Jared Goff, but yeah, they should have. There should be a protected list because you, in general, nobody should be able to wave any of the yeah. top twelve yeah. quarterbacks. You know, dropping while intoxicated should be a. It's a new DUI. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, let's do. Uh, let's do our captains. The captain will not rest until he has brought his adventurous spirit and delicious rum to every corner of America. Captain Morgan has spiced up life quite a bit, developed a collection of rum, each with its own distinctive flavor and personality, original spice, coconut, pineapple, white, black, grapefruit, whatever you want. The captain loves anyone who learns to mix like a captain. Every week, Sal and I pick captains. 
And uh, first of all, I'm going to read you this email, Sal. Because mm-hmm. my, my captain, once again, the first two-time captain of the season for me. Really? Tony Romo. Oh, good for you. All right. Got to watch the entire Pats Raiders game. Watching with Nephew Kyle. Nephew Kyle's birthday was yesterday. Um, nice. He was so hungover and almost... Looked like something horrible had happened the night before. Like I, it like had kind of a nervous energy to him. Like the police might show up at my house to ask him questions <laughs> about whatever had happened the night before. Uh, and we just watched the entire Pats Raiders game. And at one point, we were just talking about how great Romo was. And and Kyle said, "It's such a treat. This is such a treat to have him do a Patriots game." And that's exactly how I felt. It was a treat. It was a treat to have Tony Romo announce my team for three hours. He did a great job. Um, nice. But I'm going to read this email from John Whited, who said, uh, Romo is essentially predicting the future because he can read defense as well as anyone in the world and understands quarterbacking intangibles as well as anyone. If Romo had been healthy and blessed with Belichick as his coach for the last 15 years, uh. there's a chance he could have become Brady, right? The best version we ever got of Romo was the 2014 version with the Clapper as his head coach. With better <laughs> luck, could Romo have been the greatest QB of all time? P.S. Cousin Sal will love this question. I love it. I do love it. I lo- forget about better luck. With an- How about any luck? He's, he's <laughs> as, far, as far as it goes, he's one of the most unfortunate players mm. to ever suit up uh, on the star there on the 50-yard line, but... I'm with you. I'm with it. Why not? Why not Belichick and why not Romo? Is it too late for that? I don't know I'd if uh, – I don't think Romo took his conditioning slash workout regime seriously enough, and I think that's what held him back, and I think that's why he oh, had back issues. No, I just think – I think Brady was at another level. I think, you know, even yesterday during the telecast, Romo was talking about how much he enjoyed Mexico, and he was like – yeah, we had a great week. A lot of Coronas. And Jim Nance, there was just this awkward silence as, as Jim Nance's the circuit in his head. Um, the Jim Nance robot couldn't handle like this ad lib about drinking from Romo and was just silent for five seconds. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you need to uh, drink uh, carrot and ginger soup by the gallons like uh, Tom. I think Tom maybe horrific. you do. I think maybe you uh, do. Did you see him hit Brandon well, Cooks yesterday? Listen, Kenny Stabler had to uh he had to sweat out a you know, a a jar of vodka by the third quarter every every game and he still made it work. <laughs> His career was over when he was like thirty. Uh who's your captain this week? I'm with you. My captain, listen, I I, I feel bad for this guy. I'm gonna make him captain. Tyrod Taylor. The fact uh. that this Bills team gave up all summer. Uh, gave up on the NFL. All some of they traded their stars for draft picks. They were tanking by all accounts. They didn't leave them with any good receivers. The guy, all he did was he threw three interceptions in nine weeks. He had wins over the Broncos, Falcons, Bucks, Raiders, back when those teams were good. And just a couple hours ago, really good attitude. He tweets, won't stop loving this game. Yeah. How about that, Tyrod Taylor? Do you know the Jets, the Giants, the Redskins, one of those teams are going to be very happy to have you next year. And I'm happy right now. To have you as my captain of the week, Ty Taylor. All right, the segment is now over. Can I make fun of Ty Taylor? Yeah, well, I'm going to make fun of him. I, I just don't think he's very good. I, I think this this <clears throat> whole thing the last week it, it was like uh, Michael Vick in 2004 was getting benched. He he didn't play well, and I, I think the mistake was obviously they don't want to bring him back next year. The mistake was picking that Chargers game to see yeah. what they had in Nathan Peterman because they have such a good front seven that uh, 
I, I don't know. I, th- I think they set him up to fail. I would have rather have done it the next week. They play at Kansas City this week, and I like Kansas City's defense just isn't nearly as good as uh, the, as the upside of their Chargers defense. But I listen. Buffalo has spent the whole year getting rid of guys and not wanting to make the playoffs. And right. obviously, they just don't want to make the playoffs. The problem is this guy Peterman. Um, it, the last throw, the last pick that he had was was probably the worst throw of the year, right? And it was way up yeah. there. Was, they were all bad. It was twelve yards. Like the receivers giving up as the ball's going over his head. It was really, it was really bad. I wish they had put him back in though. But listen, uh, Major League. Remember Major League, the movie with the yeah, the hard ass owner and she. Yeah. She just wants to run that team into the ground, and then yep. it turns around, and they're, they're they're great. Now the Bills were not great by any means, but you know, two idiots like you and I, we we just sat and, and read the schedule for the rest of the year and see that you could make the playoffs at eight and eight. Yeah, and not that Tyrod Taylor was going to beat the Chargers yesterday, not you know, but you definitely have a better chance at five and four going into that game to make the playoffs than Nate Peterman. Let him win the game. I know you're getting rid of him. I know they're getting rid of everybody. Let Nate Peterman win the uh, win the job in the off season. Yeah, or pick a different week to do it. It was weird. Yeah. I, I think it was one of those unanimous. Everybody agrees that that was a dumb thing to right to do it that way. But I don't know. I, I Tyrod Taylor was not good this year. He just wasn't. Well, he went. But you know, how dare you crap on my captain of the week? Captain. <laughs> I I, cra- I, cra- I capped crapped on it after the segment. <laughs> the uh, the what the the really egregious one, the one that makes mm-hmm. no sense. Like if if we did our top four, I can't believe you didn't sign Kaepernick during the season teams. Yeah, Green Bay, who is still somehow five and five, who has a path to the playoffs, amazingly, because they could lose this week at Pittsburgh, but then they're home for Tampa at Cleveland, and then people think Rodgers can come back week fifteen. So right. they could be five and six and actually run the slate and go ten and six and maybe make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's just hard for me to believe Kaepernick wouldn't have been better than Brett Hundley, and they have Brett Hundley in practice all the time. How do they not know that he's this bad? That was the other one. That was the other one who had three picks, Brett Hundley, but, and and he was awful, like really, really, really horrible, really bad. Another team that's five and four. Not saying that Hundley shouldn't have started that game because you know he, of course, of course he plays decent against the Bears. When I bet, when I bet the Bears on the money line last week, week before he was awful on a Monday night against the Lions. So then he skipped the game and it was terrible this week. But <clears throat> does anyone know Hundley's backup? Talk about a team that's giving up. <clears throat> hey, hey, do you it? even know? Is it Tolzien? <clears throat> Guy named Joe Callahan. Oh Second yeah, yeah. Second year guy at a Wesley College. Yeah, that, that, that's they have no plan. They don't want that. They're like, that's it, Rogers. Just shoot some more commercials. You're not coming back till next year. We we, we don't uh, have any interest in competing. Very weird to me. That's pretty bad. I think there's there's a group of guys, and Kaepernick's definitely in this group. I think Brian Hoyer's in this group. Tyrod Taylor. There's a bunch of guys that aren't good enough to be a starter, but are definitely yeah. overqualified to be a backup. <laughs> And if something right. horrible goes wrong and you have a decent team like Green Bay, yeah. there's five or six guys that are perfect for Matt Moore's another one. Matt Moore came in yesterday and almost saved the Bucks game. The mm-hmm. guys that are just decent that can make plays, but you wouldn't want them as your starter. And right. Brett Hundley is not one of those guys. He's just not good at football. And I don't understand 
what these teams do for 12 months a year that they don't know that he's not good enough to be able to hold the fort. Like, why even have a backup quarterback at that point? I'm with you. I'm Just with you. That like said, I, I do think Colin Kaepernick's going to get the last laugh here. He's going to settle for $15 million of this collusion yeah. lawsuit, and no one's ever going to have the chance to see how bad he really was again. So, good, good for true. Colin Kaepernick. It's true. We'll never know. It's like the upside of yeah. Colin Kaepernick is now transcended what we actually remembered those last three years. Cause I remember right. we used to bet against him two years ago. We were betting against him all the time. I still yeah. think he would have been better than Brett Hundley. Um, Should we be able to sue because we'd make money betting against <laughs> Colin Kaepernick and now we're not able to do so. We've been losing uh, our shirt since I think we should get in on this lawsuit. We should sue each other for doing a three team tease with Andy <laughs> Reed in a 45 degree win giant stadium with, we we've somehow the we're, last. We're two, doing it again, by the way. We're going to get to the games, but we're going to yeah, get yeah. a teaser this week. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's do Thanksgiving Thursday night or Thursday the whole day. Mm-hmm. Three games. Two of them are excellent. One of them is not excellent. Actually, I, excellence is a strong word. Two of them are yeah. exceedingly watchable. Right. And then, and then the third one is not watchable mm-hmm. at all. But first game, as always, Detroit hosting the first one. Minnesota, Case Keenum, feeling good about themselves. I have the Vikings as a three-point favorite in Detroit. Uh, you're gonna, I, I pushed out on this and made it a pick. I could. I went back and forth. You have Minnesota by three. Minnesota's favored by two. So you get that. Okay. This is a strong first game. There's not, not a lot of game. times where both teams are over 500, and one team obviously being the Lions always, but – it's a good, good game. enough game that you can put off a lot of family conversations because the game will oh, be yeah. good enough that you can justify it. And I feel like the next game is like that too. Um, <clears throat> the third game is going to be trouble for a lot of households in America because it's such a bad game. And that's really when like, you know, the touch tone, the, t- the, the hot buttons of Donald Trump, LeVar Ball, <laughs> all these different conversations that could lead to somebody whipping a turkey at somebody else. That's going to yeah, happen. I mean, the just the game. fact that it's Washington in the third game, and you'll have gone five hours without talking about Trump, and it's like, what's the night game? It's like, oh, Giants at Washington. Speaking of Washington, yeah, don't you think Donald's getting an unfair shake here? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I like what he's well, done. He's drained in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> he's growing into the role. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's my suggestion for Thanksgiving, which was the same suggestion I had last year. Any family member over 68 years old, just don't bring up politics. Just don't. Yeah. Just don't. Everyone over That's 68 really- should just get a free pass on <clears throat> Trump, all the Harvey Weinstein stuff, whatever. It's not going to end well. They're not going to they're not going to have an opinion that's going to work out probably. Would be my yeah. guess. I don't know how many listeners we have, but um do us a favor. Please email us if you convinced uh one of your relatives to like or dislike Trump, whichever way they were going. If you if you went the other way with them. If you if you changed their mind, on Thanksgiving evening, yeah, yeah. Uh, let us know. I, I bet I bet we don't get too many of those. Yeah, if, the, if you have a relative over 68 years old at your Thanksgiving table, if yeah. you've changed their mind politically, send us a long email about how you did it, because I can't wait we to hear. We want to hear about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next game. This is a good one. It's a borderline loser leaves town match. Yeah. Cowboys home for the Chargers. I'm with you. I think Dak Prescott's hurt. That did not totally affect my my line. Dak Prescott's either hurt or he's having a nervous breakdown, but he was awful in that game. Mm-hmm. I have the Cowboys by three uh, over the Chargers. That's exactly what I had it. 
This game is a pick, Bill Simmons. Wow. Pick him. Ooh. <laughs> I do want to say Jay Ajayi is going to get some crap now for saying the Cowboys quit after the third quarter. Yeah, they did, though. <clears throat> I don't think Dallas should see that as anything but a compliment. They quit yeah. at halftime. I don't even think they heard the Clapper speech. Maybe the Clapper was clapping through his halftime speech, but that's when they quit, not after the third quarter. So thank you for that, Jay Ajayi. I put a video that I just I just added Lombardi and Tate. Prescott mm-hmm. threw one of his 30 horrible passes yesterday, just grounded the ball on third down and walked off sadly. And they cut to Garrett just clapping. And it was so oh, yeah. fucking yeah, funny. I was, I was just dying. My wife's like, why one. are you laughing so hard? I'm like, ah, it's, you don't understand. This coach Dallas has, he, nobody knows what he does. He just claps. And they just, I had to explain the whole thing. She didn't get it. And then it gets even worse for Cowboys fans. Like after the game, following him, the coach usually shakes the opposing coach's hand. He goes, beelines to Zach Ertz and like all smiles, like yeah. all smiles. Like, hey, as, as if like, hey, he almost whispered in his ear, you'll get us next time. <laughs> like, right. Very strange. I don't know what goes through this guy's head. Is there? Is it possible they would fire him if they lost this Thursday game? No, I think Jerry Jones has bigger fish to fry. I don't think it's happening. He's he's very focused on uh, on the higher ups in the league, not his own. He should be though. Yeah, if you're really having, if you're having Thanksgiving with Jerry Jones, don't talk about Trump, Levar Ball, or Roger Goodell. <laughs> Stay away from those three things. All right, uh, Thursday night. I think they thought this was going to be a good game. They were wrong. Washington. A team that now has no longer has any running backs on their roster other than this Perrine guy who is available in our fantasy league on like Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, hosting Eli and the Giants who have scaled their offense back now to basically trying to make every game 12 to 10, 9 to 7, sure. 13 to 10, 16 to 9. It'll be great. It'll be a barn burner. Can't wait to watch this one. I have the... Uh, I have the skins favored by seven and a half. All right, we're going to split it because it's exactly seven, and I had six and a half, and that's that's pretty fair, I would say. I would watch out. I would not put. Uh, I would not recommend America putting uh, the skins in a tease. I think the Chris Thompson thing. For some reason, I watched a lot of a lot of uh, Washington this year. I don't know why they they were involved mm-hmm. in a lot of entertaining games. Thompson, I thought was their best player. I yeah, really thought he, he does it all. It, maybe the stats didn't 100% reflect it, but he was like their only running back who could block. He was their most dangerous, like third and long guy. Um, he just he just was their big play guy. And um, I think that team's in a lot of trouble. I'm impressed with the with the way they compete, though, the Redskins. I really am. Like, that, that this, you know, their receivers didn't pan out. Anybody who drafted any of them in fantasy knows. Yeah. Terrell Pryor uh, got, yeah, he got iced. Terrell Pryor, Crowder, you know, this Dachshund is stepping up. Jordan Reed hasn't played in forever. If they were in the AFC, you would want this team to be the sixth seed, right? Like, we'd be talking about, oh, the Chargers and Redskins, they're fun. I hope one of those two are the sixth seed. But, yeah, I agree. Don't, don't, don't think of betting them too heavily on Thursday night. Hey, if you're like me and you're not so great at planning ahead, I've got some good news for you. There's an awesome app called Hotel Tonight that helps you find amazing hotel deals. At the last minute, unlike flights, hotel rates usually get cheaper. At the last minute, Hotel Tonight helps hotels sell their unsold rooms, allowing them to pass those deals along to you. 
not for last resort places, but for cool top rated hotels. You can actually book a room with hotel tonight up to seven days in advance. You can even book up to 100 days in advance in certain major cities. I'm going to be using hotel tonight this weekend because my daughter has a soccer tournament in an undisclosed location and I'm monitoring hotel tonight. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use this app. Uh, hotel tonight, you'll bag a sweet deal at a killer hotel. Um, hey, if you're in, if you're staying somewhere in the holidays and Uncle Tommy's really annoying you about the Trump stuff, go on the hotel tonight. Just grab a hotel last minute. Be like, I'm out of here. Where are you going? I'm out. I can't take it. I'm out. Use the Hotel Tonight app. Uh, download it right now. And, uh, and there you go. Um, okay. We're going to... Sunday, which by my, my calculations has one good game. Rams-Saints, which we already discussed. That is our marquee game of the week. It is probably the only game you want to watch all day Sunday. There's no yeah. buys this week. Uh, I don't know how we don't have more good games, but we don't. And It sucks because how great would Green Bay at Pittsburgh have been? That's a Sunday uh, night game. That would have been a lot of fun. Like The schedule makers counted on a lot here, but yeah, nothing good. I have the Rams laying four points to the Saints of New Orleans. I said it was three, and it's two and a half. They like those Saints. Yeah, I think that's a mistake. Yeah, I like the Rams this week. I, I still the Saints, the Saints uh, outdoors. You know, I just feel, I just need to see them do it a little more often. I will say, we I I meant to bring this up to you. We should monitor those rookie of the year odds a little more carefully because it seems like every, in September the odds get way out of whack with one or two people, and then in November, December, somebody else ends up being that runaway favorite. Kamara, yeah. Kamara's odds in September must have been like two hundred to one, right? Listen, they were after Watson got hurt three weeks ago that he was fifteen to one. I mean, all we do is just yell about stuff, and we never do anything on the, yeah, on the fun. We're thing. so stupid. We win, but. He, yeah, he's minus one fifty now, and Fournette is plus one ten, and Hunt is four to one. Hunt, who was a big favorite uh, the first three weeks, I would say. It would have been yeah. inconceivable in September that Hunt, Watson, or Fournette weren't going to win Rookie of the Year. Tate, who would mm-hmm. who would you have Hunt, Watson, or Fournette? If I had said all three of those guys aren't winning the Rookie of the Year, what are the what are the odds you would have given on that? Fifty I, to one? Yeah, something like that. Hundred to one. Yeah. I remember I really liked Kamara because I watched them play in the first two weeks or first three weeks. And uh, Jamie in our fantasy league had him. And I was trying to figure out the right way to approach him to try to steal Kamara from their roster. And Mm -hmm. my team sucked so bad I didn't have the right trade. But (laughs) you could see it. It was Even in the first four or five games, you could see that he was super talented and it was almost like they weren't using him enough. And now they're using him. You know, now they've kind of unleashed him. And I would argue that the Ingram Kamara running back combo, that might be the top combo right now, right? Uh, it's one of the top in the last 10 years, I think. And I don't know what happened to Ingram either. Like, he's a, he's a seven, eight year vet, and he's, yeah. he's got uh, an MVP look to him every week. It's, it's very strange, but we've all had yeah, him, Kamara, right? Oh, you've, had, what's that? you've had Mark Ingram on your fantasy team. He's one of those guys that we've all had, we've at least had a cup yeah. of coffee with. And now right. he's this dominant, you know, running back. Yeah, he's good for five touchdowns and, you know, whatever. 80 yards a game. Five touchdowns a year and 80 yards a game. But Not just, this year. Uh, ex- 
explosive running game all yeah. of a sudden. Fun to watch. So that's our best game. The Poop Fecta is, is a burgeoning list this week. And our, there, <laughs> I had four games in there. You could have talked me into six. The worst uh-huh. one, uh, as usual, the Browns are involved because they have to be. They, they're playing in Cincinnati. And uh-huh. I have the Bengals laying nine points to the Browns. What do you have? You're going to get it. I went high. I said ten and a half. It's eight and a half. Mm. Um, and the Bengals already beat them, what, like 31-7 or something? Can we talk about one of the great covers of the last five years yesterday, the Jags? Really good. They really get, good. They're, they're up six, laying seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I had the Jags in the Super Contest, which I'm still kind of lingering in the Super Contest mm-hmm. somehow. I'm like 31 and 22. Uh, and... Yeah, I'm 31, and if the Falcons cover tonight, I'm 32 and 22. It's pretty good. I'd be like wow. four or five back. Um, How is that possible? House and I are, have three 0 and 5 weeks, so we're, we're looking for a different kind of ha- record. How but. is it possible that I've lost money all year, but I'm 31 and 22 in the Super yeah. Contest? Um, but the Jags were one of my picks. They get the Kaiser fumble, and Fowler's running it back for a touchdown, and the referees blow the whistle. Which they never do. They usually let it at least go, and 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 then they decide. But no, no, this time they step in, and of course he did fumble, and they took a touchdown away, and it almost seemed yeah. fixed. It was so fishy. Right. And then uh, you just kind of have to cross your fingers and hope for the gambling gods to take over. <laughs> Jags were in three terrible plays. They're so terrified to let Bortles do anything, and then uh, they punt. Kaiser gets stripped. Guy should have covered in the end zone for the safety, which would have been at Jacksonville eight, but the Browns still would have been in the game. But now Jags get mm-hmm. a touchdown. Phenomenal win. Uh, Lombardi said on his podcast with Tate yesterday that the uh, the casinos were going bonkers. I can only imagine. Um, great stuff all the way around. Great. One of the best yeah, covers mean, of the year. It's funny. Like I was excited because I had the Jags too, minus seven and a half. But I'm thinking if they get a safety there and not a touchdown, they're up eight and they play defense which they didn't play any of in the ensuing drive. And then, like, Kaiser uh, got to, like, the 25-yard line, which was scary. Yeah. And then, like, a, a, a lame duck on, on fourth down. Have, have we heard Kaiser So-So? Uh, a lot. I got that on Twitter the other <laughs> Kaiser day. Kaiser So-So. So-so. Yeah. That's almost like a compliment. That. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're right. At this point, that's very generous. <laughs> I will say, as somebody who has now lived through the experience of, of laying points with the Jaguars, mm. it was... <laughs> It, and this isn't like I'm not exaggerating this. I honestly felt like I had a better chance to score when their defense was on the field. Yeah. When they were up three or six, I wanted Kaiser to get the ball back because I felt like the Jags had a better chance to put up points with, with 11 defensive players in the field over Blake Bortles. That's how bad Blake Bortles is. I feel the same way. Kaiser also had a third and two, and he converted. <laughs> and... I wasn't even bummed out. I was like, okay, let, let, uh, let's have him. He, he could have the ball. And then uh, and then the very next play, he was picked. So, yeah. <laughs> guys are so smart. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I'll get that guy's name. I'll, I'll give it out next week. But, yeah, it's really good. Speaking of Bortles, he is uh, playing Blaine Gabbert in Arizona. Blaine Gabbert's revenge oh. game. We've had some oh. really horrible revenge games that have been kind of fun. Like Case Keenum <laughs> against the Rams yesterday is the best possible version of it. Uh, this is probably the worst possible version of it. Blaine Gabbert seeking his revenge against Blake Bortles. And uh, I can only imagine how horrible this game's going to be. Jags, I have laying four points to Blaine Gabbert in the cards. 
Blaine Gabbert has had this game circled on his calendar <laughs> if he could have afforded one since March of 2014 oh when they unceremoniously let him go for a six-round draft pick. I think mm. you're going to get this. I said, what did you say, four? Yeah. I said three and a half. It's four and a half. So right, right in that Vegas zone that you like. So Blaine Gabbert, I had that game on yesterday. Blaine Gabbert wasn't it wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. Wasn't I, I would say he was a, at least two notches above the Hundley, Peterman, all that those guys. So he made yeah. a, he made a couple of throws. The Cards actually probably should have either won that game or or come damn close. But that that's some weird coaching. Arians took the blame after, but he was. I think Larry Fitzgerald makes if there's a award for this, like yeah. the guy who made so sad bad quarterbacks look good. Yeah, most. I, I think he gets. I'm not phrasing that properly. No, but, I know. Uh, I see what you. I see where you're going. I remember. Yeah, thank you. When I was like writing, I'm going to say five years ago, mm-hmm. when I was writing for it was either it might have even been page two, not even Grantland doing a whole thing about how bad the quarterbacks. Now it must have been Grantland because after Kurt Warner, he had this slew of terrible quarterbacks. Remember, it was like the Drew yeah. Stanton, uh, John. Who they had a John? Who was the John Skelton? Was he, John Skelton had them? one of the worst games ever for a quarterback in the last 10 Max, years. Yeah, or Max Hall years. was yeah. one. Remember Max Hall? Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. off the top of my head. But he just had a run of – and I remember putting them all down on one list, and, and this was like four bad quarterbacks ago. Poor Larry Fitz. Oh, who was the terrible one in the playoffs? I think, uh, Tate, I think he played your Panthers. I had them – Oh, that's I, right. Was a, Who was that guy, Tate? Uh, it started with an L. What was it? Uh, what Ryan, oh, Lindley, Lindley. Ryan Lindley. Yeah. yeah, there you go. He was good. He was uh, good. Good times. Uh. So uh, the next terrible game, and it's hard to believe this is a terrible game, but uh, I've watched both of these teams play football recently, and they are, they are both terrible. Raiders, home <laughs> for the Broncos. The Broncos made Mike McCoy the scapegoat today. John Elway right. seems like he's losing the steering wheel a little bit. He's yeah. in the luxury suite, just pissed off, and uh, I, I don't know, I, I, like I wouldn't be. I'm not saying this will happen, but I wouldn't be shocked if he put the pads on again. And he can really? come back. Yeah, <laughs> I think I could see it. I could see him at least like, I don't know, throwing some spirals and working his arm out. I have. The, I think uh, it probably he had that in his sights when he hit. He left uh, Peyton Manning in as quarterback, and somehow that backfired. The guy won the Super Bowl, and now mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah, now it's a closer reality. I think. I have the Raiders uh, laying four to the Broncos. I had four also. They they gave it a five. That's okay. a tough one. That's a tough one. Last one. I think Denver this... won 16-10. That was their last win. I don't even remember that game. They beat the Raiders 16-10 in October, October 1st. I, I'm not making the Raiders-Broncos a loser-leaves-town match because I think they've already yeah. left town. I think they've got a, right. they got a deal in a hotel tonight, and they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Last one is uh, Seattle at San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I One of my goals next weekend is not to watch a minute of this game. Seattle, uh, I have uh, six-point favorites in, in San Francisco. This is the only one I hit exactly. It's uh, seven. They're giving a full touchdown in San Francisco. They beat mm. they beat the Niners at home 12-9. to nine. I think it was week two. Um, yeah, this could be a good, really good stay away from watching and betting. Every... Uh, after Thanksgiving, there's always a team that sucks that mm-hmm. starts becoming frisky and right. making shit happen and pulling off a couple upsets and ruining some three team teasers and Yeah. I think the Niners are the are the number one candidate on my list. 
to, well, to there's be that plenty team. of options, that's for sure. There's plenty of but, options. Uh, that bad? Yeah, one and nine? Interesting. Like, if you start going down the line, like, uh, I think the Bucks are another possibility. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Would you have said the Colts? But now, yeah, the Colts—they're kind of on the radar, though, right? They've—they've they've thrown some haymakers yeah. already. I think the right. Niners are the—you know, there's some that I would just say no way, but uh, mm-hmm. the Niners are in there. All right, we're going to the uh, the red zone. The Patriots are home. The Patriots, the schedule fairies yet again. Thank you, schedule fairies, yeah. for putting us uh, in the AFC East for this entire century. But it's ridiculous. They're home for the Dolphins. You can't make this line high enough. Let's try. I have the Pats by 13 and a half. Yeah, I thought I was going high with 13. 16 and a half Ooh, is the number. Okay. Yeah. And, and no one's, I mean, I don't know. That It's a 40 to 14 game. Does that cover? I just want to uh, thumb my nose at everyone in our fantasy auction who made fun of me when I, thinking I overpaid for Brandon Cooks. You guys can all suck one. <laughs> Why? Because then we he came out in week eleven. Finally, did something. You, no, before he came out in week eleven, he was like the fourth highest fantasy receiver in our league. I guess he was. He's yeah. been the I whole guess, season. He's been good. He gets a bad rap, like he's not a good fantasy guy, and he's been awesome. That surprised me. It's just frustrating watching you if, if you have Brandon Cooks, right? I guess Gronk is uh, Gronk hasn't uh, fit in as as well as normal. Well, you know what that. they you know what they do with Gronk. Nephew Kyle and I were talking about it yesterday. As soon as the game is decided they don't yeah. run, they don't first of all they barely have him go over the middle anyway they're just yeah. super careful with how they use him and he he was lined up wide a few times yeah so it, was, it was interesting to it's, see. it's a lot of outs and you know just stuff that's not going to put him in the line of danger which i mm-hmm. think is really smart i i think he's probably taken in how many games have we played 11 I, I bet he's probably taken five good hits this whole season they've done a really nice yeah. job I totally approve. He sat one game. Yeah, you've played 10. But, yeah, well, you yeah. just don't want to lose anyone else. You lost no. Hogan, uh, Amendola, right? Well, they uh, obviously, um, they Edelman. Don't, yeah, they don't ever do the play where he just runs the straight line 45 yards down and ends mm-hmm. up two guys land on him as he's diving for the ball. That right. one's done. They never run yeah. him on the third and 17, you know, button hook across the middle where the safety just creams him. They, they're very careful yeah. about – any play where somebody could go at his knees, it's it's really smart. I guarantee they put thought into it. Uh, uh, what right. a luxury. What a luxury. You don't have to utilize the second best player on the team ever. That's <laughs> no. really it's really fun. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Falcons home for the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, who I don't want to say they're frisky yet because I think the Dolphins are probably one of the five worst teams in the league. But mm-hmm. um, but at least they're scoring. And uh, and who the hell knows with Atlanta AFC NFC South battle? I had the Falcons by seven, and uh, I I would stay away from this in a tease. You get me here. I said six, and it's it's hot. It's as high as eight and a half right now. But talk about loser leaves town. Yeah, definitely. Tampa can't go four. And, they can't go four and seven, right? At this point, yeah. I think Tampa's. I think they also used the hotel tonight app already. They're done. I think they're yeah. gone. Yeah, I think they're gone. Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta just downloaded the app. They're ready to start thinking about maybe going somewhere. I, I like that. I don't know if Hotel Tonight's going to be thrilled with you using it as a negative. <laughs> no, it's gone. a positive. They, they've, they've Hotel Tonighted it. Well, it's it's a, it's a last minute hotel deal. They they you I know sometimes it. you need them in the NFL. <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs home for the Bills. Mm-hmm. I assume this is Tyrod Taylor. He hasn't said yet. It's so crazy. 
What's funny is that this could be the Tyrod Taylor, I told you you never should have benched me game. I'd be a little scared if I was KC. Right. I don't even think Tyrod Taylor's that good, but if he was ever going to like flash it, it would be this game. It's not like the Chiefs have that good of a defense. Mm -hmm. I have the uh, Chiefs by nine. Don't let me put this in a tease. Man, you're beating me here. I had eight. It's nine and a half. Yeah, and it feels like that no. line is counting on Nathan Peterman as quarterback at nine yeah. and a half. The Bills aren't good. Uh, next one. Man, these are some bad games. Indianapolis is home for the Tennessee Titans. And uh, Colts coming off a bye. Titans yep. feeling good about themselves. That This one has the makings. This could be a... This this could be a topsy turvy weekend. It does have the makings, but uh, I have the Titans by five. You get me again. I said I went high. I said six. It's four and a half. You're you're crushing me this week. And Chiefs, uh, not the Chiefs. The Titans already won this game. When did they play? Like October sixteenth, thirty six twenty two. So, hmm. Yeah. You know, someone said there are a lot of bad games. Someone said, you know, what do we say? Like pumpkin patching games? Is, is yeah. this uh Christmas tree shopping, or is it too Black early? Friday. Yeah, Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Christmas, Christmas tree, tree shopping. shopping. All right. There Last one. Here's another one. Tate's Panthers <laughs> in Giant Stadium to play the Jets. Mm-hmm. Panthers feeling great about themselves. Greg Olson's doing announcing games. He was half decent. Uh, Cam's, I watched him Monday night. He killed, he killed a, a tease I did with the Dolphins. Doing, he looked like the old Cam. A lot of strutting. Um, they just look, they look good. They figured out how to use McCaffrey. Tate, do you hate McCaffrey still? No. You're kind of in on McCaffrey now. Nothing's changed. Wow. Tate is just a stubborn 25-year-old. <laughs> Tate, is, it, what, is this a trap game? This could be a trap. Another loser leap. Jets can't go 4-7. and seven. I mean, they can Tate's and they will. But... I feel like no? without Benjamin, they've all figured it out. Benjamin right. got hurt already. Uh, I have yep. the Panthers by right. four. All right, I actually had this exactly. Four and a half. So, Vegas zone. There you go. These Some of these games, the weather is going to become a factor. And I'm kicking right. myself. I didn't even think about the weather with that Chiefs-Giants game. I should have looked. They mm-hmm. when, Once we get wind and they just don't – all bets are off. Don't let don't let me make me look at the weather when we're doing the rest of this. Well, I know, but there was, there was no worse weather than Cleveland-Jacksonville, and that went – you know, took took a while, but it went like we thought. It, right. It's very strange. You don't know which quarterback's going to respond most poorly. To but the here's bad the thing weather. with 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 bad weather with Jacksonville. Does it matter? I would no. say bad weather is actually probably an advantage for the Jaguars because it's not like they're letting Bortles do anything anyway. Uh, yeah. One last break to talk about properclot.com. Every guy knows that it's hard to find a dress shit that dress shirt that fits. Uh, leave that one in Tate collar too tight (laughs) sleeves too long shirts too loose I have some good news ordering a custom fit shirt has never been easier thanks to proper cloth create a custom shirt size in seconds by just answering 10 easy questions no measuring required choose from over 20 collar styles 10 cuff styles 500 fabric styles from classic to business completely customize your shirt get the style you want all high quality with the absolute best quality and craftsmanship Starting at just $80, they guarantee a perfect fit, meaning if you're, somehow your shirt doesn't fit perfectly, they will remake it for free. Stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Look your best. Go to propercloth.com slash BS. Enter gift code BS. Save $20 on your first shirt. Again, propercloth.com slash BS. Gift code BS. All right. I have one watchable. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had a reader, by the way, uh, 
saying that instead of calling the the crappy games on this the poop fecta, why don't we call it the brown zone? Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's really good. You like yeah. that more than poop fecta? Uh, you could go back and forth with it. All right. The brown zone's nice. Yeah. Brown zone's solid. So the re- <laughs> the watchables for this week, I only have one game, is uh, mm-hmm. Philly is at home for Chicago. Chicago's been in a lot of fun games. They're just weird. It's a weird team. They got really good running backs. Their coach does dumb stuff. Their quarterback is like from play to play can either be the worst quarterback in the league or actually look like somebody who's going to be awesome. Um, they're just always kind of in the mix. I, I feel like this game's going to be fun. I have the uh, I have the Eagles by 10. Yeah, I went 10 and a half. 13 and a half, Vegas says. Oof. They don't think Philly's capable of a letdown game. I might agree. I, I guess we, we should probably... I wonder if one of the readers out there send us an email at the mailbag at the ringer.com if, if you for some reason know the answer to this. These teams just covering high spreads week after week. Mm-hmm. Not the Chiefs. No, but like, you know, the really good teams, like the 15 and 1, 14 and 2, 13 and 3 type teams, because I think that's where the yeah. Eagles are headed this year. How many times do they just have double digit wins? It's probably a lot, right? So you almost can't make this line high enough. But on the other hand, they're well, due what for if a we shit did this? game. What, what if we just bet the Eagles, the Saints, the uh, uh, Patriots, uh, and the Steelers the rest of the year? You think you think we come out on the short end of that against the spread? I the Steelers worry me. I'm not I'm not sold on them. Mm. These are these are the good teams. I think. Mm. Uh, I yeah. Just, I just don't want to. You know, like people like taking underdogs and everything. You just you're rooting for a shitty quarterback. You're rooting for. Fitzpatrick to throw a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Like it's nice right. to be able to say you picked an underdog and you you covered the spread and everything, but not not a great rooting interest. So you're saying going back to 2004, our favorite gambling year of all time when we won three team teasers for like 11 straight weeks until Tom Brady fell apart in Miami. Sunday night Steelers Packers. This was uh, one of the top five games of the year until Aaron Rodgers put 13 pins in his collarbone. Yeah. I have the uh, Steelers laying 12 points. Probably not high enough. Not high enough. You still get it. I, I said 10. I don't know what I was thinking. 14. Giant spreads this week. Oh, look at college, too. Forget it. Giant spreads. Monday night. By the way, I don't see any scenario where Brent Hundley does well in that Sunday night game. Just going to say that. Uh, Monday night, Ravens home for Tom Savage and the Texans. A rare situation. Tom Savage, two weeks in a row, the best quarterback in the game. <laughs> it's, it's weird, isn't it? isn't it? Is this the Uncle Tommy you were talking about that might have to go hotel tonight? Uncle Tommy <laughs> Savage? Because I think this is a loser-leaves-town match, too, for, for the Texans, at least. First of all, he's macho man Tommy Savage. <laughs> Second of all, I, don't, I think the Ravens... I think they can get to 10 wins with their defense, as amazing as that sounds. Mm. I just can't believe wow. it. But um, at the worst-case scenario, they could get to 9-7. and seven. But, uh, yeah, their defense is really good. I have their defense in fantasy. They've had three shutouts. Yesterday they it's had like 28 points or something. They're, they know what they're doing on D. Three shutouts, and that doesn't include the, the drubbing they put on uh, the Steelers, right? Yeah, it does that not. They crushed them, too. Yeah. So I won this week. Well, finish me off. You didn't say a line here, but you know, oh, are you I got, you're walking away from the table? <laughs> I have such a big lead. I'm not even making a guess. No, I have <laughs> you son of a bitch. Ravens by uh, five. 
all right, well, I'm going to win this game at least, but not good enough for the week. I said six and a half at seven. Yeah, a lot of giant, big, big spreads. Philly, Chicago, Patriots, Dolphins, Steelers, Packers. Really none of them are going to lose. And KC's hovering around 10-2 over Buffalo. Wow. Wow. <laughs> we did it. Time for Parent Corner, America's favorite oh, segment. Yeah. Still not sponsored. <laughs> no sponsor for Parent Corner somehow. You want to go first? Yeah, I could go first. You haven't done this in a while because uh, you were smart. You had a couple kids, and then you, you were done. And uh, I, I had a couple kids around the same time as you, really within like a month of each other, I think, yeah. both kids. And then one slid past the goalie, and yeah. uh, now I have a three-year-old. I, I actually think the goalie was pulled. I don't even think it was slid past it. But anyway. The goalie was drunk. So you have to go to these. Do you remember these thank, thankful for daddy things? Like, yeah. Uh, the donuts for daddy kind of thing mm -hmm. and the kids. So you go to their preschool class and you sit on these very, these tiny, tiny chairs and somehow they, my big fat ass fit in this chair and it, and it holds you and all the fathers are there and they're, you know, you're about to have stale donuts. And then your kid presents you with like basically a, um, a mad libs thing about how he feels about you. And it says like, my daddy, his name is Sal. He is, 69 years old. He thinks I'm 69 years old. Yeah. I feel like it, but I'm not 69. He is as big as a train set. Now, what, 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 what kind of response is, is ideal for that? He is as big as a... <laughs> you would never do that for mommy, right? But anyway, no. I'm as big as a train set. <laughs> right, right, okay. His hair is black and his eyes are green. Wrong, wrong. His favorite food is mac and cheese. Wrong. Uh, he likes to play trains, again, with the trains for fun. Wrong. Never touched a train. My favorite thing to do with him is make colors. What, the, what does that even mean? This kid, I'm going to have to pull him from this school. I make colors. And if I could give him anything, it would be a train. And I love him because I love him. I love him because I love him. No reason. He's, he's dad. I have to love him. So I love him. But uh, so I showed this to my wife, and I was like, this is crazy. He's like uh, one for 15 in these mad lids. And she's like, well, you're not spending enough time with him. So the moral <laughs> of the story the moral of the story is to, if they ask you to go to one of these uh, donuts for daddy's thing, just run, run as fast and as far as you can. I like how there it got go. flipped on you. That was unbelievable. <laughs> I know. It's like, what? This, is, this is awful. I'm as big as a train set. Give me a break with these freaking trains. Talk unbelievable. I think, uh, I think you and the Falcons are the number one candidates for hotel tonight this week. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you guys I'm might going. be using the I'll app. I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> My parent corner is this weekend was my friend Ness's 50th birthday party who lives in San Inez. Mm -hmm. So yeah. my wife and I went down there for the whole weekend. And nice. we left our kids with uh, our friends, Anthony and Gabby, who we've known forever, who sometimes they, they'll stay over and whatever. So they're in charge of the kids. Mm -hmm. Normally when you leave your kids, you know, at least when they're younger, it's it's devastating for them, right? It's the worst thing that's ever happened when you're coming back, like, and then you come home and they're they're running and it's like a Hallmark commercial when you come home. They're so excited right. to see you. Oh my God, you, you get to call them eight times when you're gone, check in, like they're, you know, worried about them because their mom and dad aren't there. Oh no, those days are over. Um, gone for two days. Um, Texting my daughter, doesn't text back. FaceTimed a couple times, couldn't be less interested. One time FaceTimed my son, 
he he was playing video games, gave me the what do you want? That was a good good starter. Good to hear that from uh from my flesh and blood, who's gonna be in charge of my demise someday when I'm dying. Um <laughs> they they had the best time ever. They all they did was they did whatever they want. God knows what they ate. They went to Daddy's Daddy's home too, which they thought was fantastic. They just thought it was really terrific. Great movie. Um, might be the second time my son has seen Daddy's Home too. He's seen it twice in a week. Um, right. That's really replaced the Adam Sandler Grown Up. Not a trilogy. Oh, but yeah. I guess those one and Grown Ups one and two. Daddy's Home one and two is now in there. I don't know if you've seen Daddy's Home one, but um, it's atrocious. And uh, Daddy's Home 2 is, by all accounts, way, way, way worse and has Mel Gibson in it. Kids loved it. Uh, They convinced them to go get... There's this, this, um, like, Korean ice cream place. They had these bubbles. I can't can't remember what they're called. They're, They're like these bubbles, powder bubbles that shoot out. It's like ice cream, frozen ice cream, basically. They went there. Wow. So they watched me. God knows how late they stayed up. Who knows? Uh, yeah. And then we came home yesterday, and uh, one of them didn't get off the couch, and then the other one gave that kind of the half-hearted hug and went away, and it, that was it. It just seems wow. like you know when it ends, it ends. So, yeah. Well, listen, as a man of sixty-nine years old, I could tell, and as big as a train set, I could tell you uh, these kids are better off without us. <laughs> I think that's all you need to know. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. Uh, but yeah, it's a little bit of an ego blow and then they feel bad after and they do the token. How was your weekend? But you know, they don't care. And, right, uh, right, right, right. and really like <laughs> my kids would have been so much more upset if Logan Paul was, was said my, I'm taking down my YouTube videos for two days. They would, their whole world would have collapsed, but me going away for two days, they don't care. Not to mention I was gone earlier in the week for four days. Yeah. All right. They, just take, yeah, they take us it. for granted, Sal. I know, I know. Maybe they, there's, you know, that's why they're at the kids' table at Thanksgiving. Maybe you have to move them further away. <laughs> is there, is there, yeah, they, they probably don't even care they're at their kids' table. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, eating in the garage this year. <laughs> yeah. Have you, are you getting screeners yet? A few of them. I haven't watched any yet, though. What, what'd you get? You get all the, uh, getting all like you the, not, not getting any of the ones that I'm actually excited about yet. Get on up, Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, get all those. Like Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but nothing. Uh, none, nothing like Ladybird. Yeah, not we'll review in a couple weeks. Yet. Yeah, we had our first Oscar meeting with Jimmy. You know, Jimmy's hosting again, and uh, it's like it's tough to plan when you don't know what what films are going to be nominated. But well, Ladybird's going to. I think. I think that one's. One. That, I think she's going to win some stuff for that. Right. You know, I have no idea. You know what? I wouldn't want to be hosting the Oscars this year. <laughs> this is the year I wouldn't want to host. What what lines can be crossed? I mean, it, it, I this is like the darkest year meeting, ever. There are about five hundred unusable jokes uh, pitched. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Meeting. And what and what's yeah. the mood of the room going to be like? Like, where are the lines? He could lose the room with one joke for three hours. It, it could be an empty. It could be all seat fillers by the time uh, February March roll, rolls around. You know, it could be no. Everyone could be in jail. No. Oh, man. See, if Jimmy was here right now, he would, of course, disagree with us. Be like, no, it's a great time to do the Oscars just because he's a country. We could actually have fun with it. We're going we're gonna to take some big swings and we'll see what happens. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. What do you have to plug? 
Uh, against all odds, it's going to be early in the week. We're going to do this tomorrow night, and uh, Harry is on fire. Another big win with uh, Oregon. Tate, there's no stopping this kid, huh? I'm so happy and, for um, Harry. He's climbing mountains <laughs> on the weekends. He's doing everything. It's great. What's, what's his it's weight good. these days? You know, he's going to win this. He's going to win this stupid bet against me. He has to lose 52 pounds, and he's lost like uh, he's lost like 39. He has like 80 days left. Oh, it's wow. bad. I don't know what I'm going to do. I follow the parlay, the parlay Kid, one of the trifecta members on Twitter, who's just yeah. getting his shirt handed to him every week. And yeah, right. This week he apologized to his, to his fans on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he actually apologized for, for his bet. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty grim. It's pretty grim. We're going to get it all together uh, this week, and uh, that's against the law. It would be like if Jim Cramer on Mad Money was like, guys, I'm so sorry about Snapchat. I really thought I had that one. My bad. Come back next week for more advice. Come on, Parlay Kid. Get your shit together. That's right. And good, then, good. I like it. And also, like the inspiration. And he's also he's a, he's a huge Cowboys fan, right? Cowboys, Yankees, yeah. He's, yeah. he's all over the map. He's making a lot of Cowboys excuses. He's turning into one of my top five favorite Twitter followers. Like, just a oh, ton, of Cowboy, ton of Cowboys excuses. Almost like he's like a member of the Jones family. <laughs> hey, you got to shake that off. Dak will be fine. <laughs> they should adopt them already. Really, what are they waiting for? The, uh. the Parley Kid. <laughs> great, 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 great nickname. One of the best it's ones good. of all time. Yeah, it's, you know he doesn't win parlays. He just named Parlay Kid because he makes parlays. <laughs> he loses that's, parlays. That's enough. Yeah, that's all. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like a boxer who's like the knockout kid, but he's the one getting knocked out every time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to have knockout involved. Parlay Kid, come on, step it up, Parlay Kid. Uh, there you go. Thanks to SeatGeek, use offer code BSNBA for $20 off your first NBA purchase. Thanks to Home Depot. Remember, 1924 Husky Tools started making things for people who make things. They did it with common sense. That meant adding function never frills, making tools that stand the test of time. 93 years later, Husky is still making quality crafted durable tools, including hand tools guaranteed for life. Learn more at HuskyTools.com. Husky Tools found only at the Home Depot. Thanks to proper cloth, stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Start wearing custom shirts that fit perfectly because you created them by answering 10 easy questions. Bring proper cloth into your life. They guarantee a perfect fit. Go to propercloth.com slash BS. Enter gift code BS to save $20 on your first shirt. Again, propercloth.com slash BS. Gift code BS. How'd you do with your video picks this week, Sal? I'm two and two and I have the Falcons. Um Falcons coming up. You and I have the Falcons. My best bet, though, was the Rams-Vikings under. Just seemed like uh, they were due for an offensive um, little little bit of a stalemate. You've just been treading water the whole season. I keep waiting for you to get no, hot. No. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. Falcons are going to put us over the top tonight. You'll see. Should we go? <laughs> the hottest you've ever been was two years ago with uh, Neil Everett, right? That was it. I was Yeah, I was 14-3 uh, and three with my best bets. Uh, Should we... I'll get it back. We'll get it back. Should we see, go see Neil Everett? Should we go see him? Like, maybe oh, like we should go see up? him. No, maybe you should like hug him. Maybe you need some Neil Everett Hawaii karma. You know what? That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Just go drop by and give him a hug. It. Yeah, do like do the riffraff. Maybe you just need. I'm gonna have to stalk him as he exits the ESPN studios. I don't think I'm allowed in that building. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on that note uh, Cousin Sal Good job by you Good job by you Happy Thanksgiving Happy fellas. Thanksgiving buddy Happy Thanksgiving To everybody right. out there We will be back uh, With a couple more Podcasts this week Actually So until then Bye